Holy up! I like wrestling podcast! You see what I did there? Are you gonna start? No, yeah. Yep! I like wrestling! Greetings, reports unknown. My name is Sonny Sofrito, and today I am joined by. Curvin, aka KD Swagger, the co founder of Yep, I Like Wrestling. Um, bro, you know you don't have to announce your title every single time you come on the episode. Um, what are you, ta- what are on, you right? talking about? What are you talking about? That's, that's, that's the introduction. That's what I'm supposed to. I have to let everyone know that I am the co-founder of Yep, I Like Wrestling. Okay. Hey, you know what? I don't say I'm the creator and co-founder of Yep, I Like Wrestling every single time I come on. But, hey, whatever floats your boat, no problem. Yeah, but that's, that's your decision. My decision is, is to say that I am the co-founder. People have to know whether they know it or not. All right, so those of you listening, every time you see him in the street, just say, oh, you're the co-founder of Yep, I Like Wrestling, and, and you know, bow down and kiss the ring and whatever else you want to that's, do. That's how it's supposed to be. That's exactly how it is. I'm proud of you, Sonny. That's a good one right there. Yeah, that's not happening. Now I'm going to make sure everyone does that. Yeah. It, those of you listening, don't do that. Um, so, uh, right now, <laughs> so right now, Hey, it's me and you talking. Uh, we had a great event this past, a great two events this past weekend. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about war games, a little bit about survivor series, but, um, you know what? I feel like we need someone else. Cause you know, it was raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. And maybe we should bring in uh, a third person. What do you think? We can't. We can't do this. Just me and you. We can, but um, I think it might be fun if we have a third person. Uh, I mean, it's gonna be hard to find a third person. This is like the biggest travel day and the biggest hangout day. The night, the day before uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving Eve. That's right. Thanks for bringing that up. It is Thanksgiving Eve right now, so um, we might know, have to call like three, four people before someone picks up their phone. Who's gonna want to talk to us on this day? You know, I mean, they'll talk to me, but I don't know about you. I think I got an idea who to call. I think I have an idea. I'm pretty sure that we could get this person easily. Um, you know what? All right, I trust you. Let, let me let me uh, go through my phone and uh, let me see. Let me go through the Rolodex right now and see. Um, Pick a name out of a hat. <laughs> pretty much, right? <laughs> it's basically that's what I'm doing. So uh, the phone's dialing. Let's see. Okay. Um... And uh, let's see if they pick up. Welcome to Burger King. How may I help you? Please pull her out. <laughs> yes, I would like to have a uh, a cheeseburger with fries, please. You want the Whopper? You want the Whopper? I want my wa- I want my Whopper with double cheese. Gotcha. Okay. What kind of drink you want, man? One one uh, Brugal. Do you have Brugal in the menu? Fuck is Brugal, man. Yo, Tyrone, we got Brugal. What the fuck is Brugal, man? Yeah, we got Brugal. What size you want it, man? Let me get extra large. Got you. I'm pretty sure this Pull is around, Burger please. King in Newark. <laughs> Burger King in Newark is... Wait a minute. What's happening here? COVID, is this you? It's, no, it's the co-founder of Yep, I Like Wrestling. It's not... Oh, goodness. Hold on. Let me go on break. Yo, Tyrone, I'm going on break. Yo, what's, Yo, up, wait, wait, wait. what's going on here? Real quick, can you, can you put in an order for me for Big Mac? Oh, okay. <laughs> man, this ain't, this ain't McDonald's, man. Hold on, I got you. Hold on. We gonna go across the street. Hold on. <laughs> I got you. What's going on, fellas? Happy Thanksgiving! It's not Thanksgiving yet. It's not- Thanksgiving Eve. Oh, Thanksgiving Eve. 
took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Well, as long as I didn't take anything out of uh, Teddy's mouth. So anyway. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Nah, see, I wasn't going to go there. Hey. I would yeah, hope not. <laughs> please, please, please don't get him started. Uh. What April and I do is our business. Gentlemen, oh, what wow. shall we talk about tonight? Oh, <laughs> shout out to the Brooklyn Wolverine Company. <laughs> shout out to Wow, April. that's left field. So um, we decided to... Uh, Give you a call because we actually wanted to talk about uh, war games and Survivor Series. Uh, so, oh, yeah. do you have some time from your um, your main job? I do. Yes, I've been just I've been having to work here since I installed being general manager just to pick up a few dollars. And <laughs> surprise, surprise, I make more money here, Sonny. Anyway, so yes, I can take a thirty minute break, and if I do it twice as an hour. So let's talk about war games and Survivor Series. Yeah, you make uh, more money in that break than you're doing with Yep, I like wrestling. Hey, listen, you, you know true what? words have never been uttered. Yes, you know, for someone that's the co-founder, you need to stay, you know, stay shut about that shit. Anyway, hey, hey, hey I've been I've been the co-founder for eight years. I haven't had I've never received a check. Happy eighth anniversary, Sonny is so cheap. He can pinch a penny till the buffalo poops. I love it, Sonny. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Buffalo. <laughs> Uh, that's a hidden. That's an inside joke for me, me and Allison. Anyway, um, so this past weekend, <laughs> this past weekend, we had a uh, war games, or actually, as better pronounced, war games, uh, viewing party on Saturday, and um, we had a great turnout, and everybody that came through loved the show, were there for the show, and their eyes were glued to the TVs for this show. Um, the funny thing is that Sunday we had a great turnout. As usual, but it was more like everybody that was there was more for the hanging out with each other as opposed to the show. Like, I saw more people interacting with each other than actually watching the show. And it was still a great card, but it just made Curvin and I kind of have a discussion that day how Survivor Series doesn't hold the same weight that it used to. So, I mean, Curvin, will you, you break down your points that you were making that day? Uh, it's it's lost its mistake. It's not what it used to be. Um, when we were growing up, we were we grew up on the whole five-on-five uh, five traditional elimination match or even a four-on-four. Four. And they kind of shied away from that over the years. I feel like the older you are, the more you appreciate that. The younger you are, specifically millennials, the less you appreciate that stuff. Shout out um, to <laughs> True, very true. <laughs> so, um, you know, and there's a lot of other reasons why I feel that Survivor Series has lost its mystique. There's several. I mean, the whole AEW factor in, as well as other wrestling companies like NWA, MLW, and so on and so forth. Impact. You look at Crown Jewel. Yeah. You know what? Crown Jewel. They they do they do everything but the chick uh, the kitchen sink at it, and the next thing you know, you had two weeks, three weeks to promote war games and and most importantly Survivor Series, and I feel like that's not enough time. Yo, don't lie, you about and to say just, you don't lie, you about to say chicken sink. 
<laughs> you know what? I, mean, I, I do that shit all the time, though. I'll be like, I'll say chicken instead of kitchen, so don't worry about it. But I, I you know, you're about I, to say chicken sink. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was. It, it, it is Thanksgiving Eve, so I'm also thinking about food as well. But you know, it's, there's so, so many other reasons. But overall, Survivor Series 2019 had a great card. I mean, maybe a match or two dragged a little, like the Daniel Bryan versus Bray Wyatt match, or even the women's uh, uh, triple threat match. Other than that, it was a really, really solid card from top to bottom, especially that men's elimination match, which I feel was one of the best men's elimination matches in a long time. How about you, Teddy? Well, first of all, going back to what you were saying about the, the viewing party, a lot of people do show up for the atmosphere because we have so much fun. You never know actually what's going to go down at Jack Dempsey's. You can come in for war games and get live commentary from, guess what, the general manager and Sonny. Yet you never know what's going to happen when you come to a viewing party. So that next time, fun. stop in at Jack Dempsey's. Yes. So, of course, they have a lot of fun. Now, gentlemen, we are all the same age, except for Sonny, except for Sonny by three. Fuck you. Now, when I was a child... Survivor Series was actually on Thanksgiving, even though in England we don't celebrate Thanksgiving, but it was on Thanksgiving Eve, correct? Yeah. Thank, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving Eve your, or Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. One so of after you and your family had actually eaten, and if you're lucky, your dad had a few drinks, so he was willing to part with twenty nine ninety five for the Survivor Series. And like Kermit said, it was the traditional five on five, the entire show. Now... Not so much. And back in the day, we had four pay-per-views, and that's it. WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, and then Survivor Series. Now you could have two, sometimes three pay-per-views in the same month. I think it's a bit too much. It's oversaturated. It's sort of like when you use too much lube and there's no friction, (laughs) Sonny. There's no friction. Jesus Christ. Um, (laughs) I, I I don't know about the... I mean, listen, it's... Do you not have friction with... Oh, Sonny, listen, man. You're doing it wrong. Jesus Christ. This conversation is going to a direction <laughs> I didn't expect it would. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Sign up for this. Doesn't it always with Teddy? But anyway, um, oh. listen, we've had a lot of times where there, where it's been oversaturated with a lot of shows and everything, but I also think there's a multitude of other factors that we're not really looking at when it comes to Survivor Series specifically. Um, one, I think, with the fact that they've kind of crapped the bed with Survivor Series so many times over the years. Oh, yeah. That it's been, you know, inconsistent with the format that it's turned people off, especially when, you know, it's it's not been the same over all these generations. It It would be something totally different than all of a sudden something else, and then it's Survivor Series where there's no real lineage that makes it go from year to year generation to generation so i think that's been one of the fact one of the major issues behind it but then also you know like Kervin has said in the past you know earlier and, and and many other times you know with so many other organizations that leads to the fragmentation of wrestling fans in general i mean you have wrestling fans that now have an outlet with aew where they're abandoning oh. ship with WWE. You know? I mean, it, we are living in the golden age of wrestling, but it is also the, the age of oversaturation. And I mean, the Survivor Series, like Kermit said, it only had two weeks for a buildup. But honestly, when I watched it, 
I felt it was good. Thank God it wasn't as long as WrestleMania. I think the show was over no, by no. 10.30. <laughs> yeah, it was. So that was... That, that's one positive, the fact that it ended around 10.30 Eastern time. Thank that's God, because there are people still at MetLife Stadium trying to get home. So yeah. <laughs> From so WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, though? Possible. You know what, though? Honestly... I mean, did it really end early? Because remember, they had just they they had a brand new episode of the the new um, Steve uh, Stone the Broken Steve, Skull. Yeah, the Broken yeah. Skull thing. So it was like that's an extension of Survivor Series. Like you had to survive uh, through Survivor Series in order to watch that, and they weren't gonna go that much later if they want this to be successful. So, oh, well, you mean, know what? If any, if every pay per view ended with an interview that bloody good. I would watch it because the Rattlesnake and the Undertaker gave us a two-hour interview that I was glued to the edge of my seat. That was interesting. So if they did that every pay-per-view, I'd have no problem. But unfortunately, they don't do that. Shows start at 2 in the afternoon. The pre-show is 3 o'clock in the morning. I don't know anymore. So, (laughs) you know, that's why people get very disenchanted. But the actual card, like Kermit said, that men's match, oh, it was amazing. When Matt Riddle pinned Randy Orton... I nearly cracked myself. Like, what? NXT, oh, NXT dominated. They dominated the entire show. Poor Raw only got one win. Raw never wins. Shout out to yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean Raw, Raw, Raw. Shout out to STDs. Shout out to STDs. <laughs> Raw never wins, children. Pay attention. <laughs> That's a good one, bro. That's rug. like one of the best ones you said. Put a rubber on it. Raw never wins. That's the, oh man, you're you're doing you're, you're an idiot. Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, Raw they they don't have to win. You know, they're the favorite. It's time to put over NXT and and how Sonny was talking about how they've changed the format or whatever. You know, they've changed the format around because it hasn't really been working, so they need to add something to it. They added a remix to Survivor Series, and that was with NXT. On top of that, NXT is battling AEW every week, so you get the big brother to help the little brother beat the bully by putting the little brother over. That's the whole, That was the objective of some Survivor Series 2019, was to put NXT over, make them look stronger, so then on Wednesdays, people can say, wow, I really need to check out this NXT stuff. I'll ask you both. Do you think the addition of NXT was a good thing for Survivor Series? Did you two enjoy it? Because I loved it. What Can I think? just tell you one thing? What's my that? picks went to shit. All my picks from the last episode, total and utter shit. Oh, prediction. Oh. Yeah. My predictions was fine. I only had like one maybe Whatever. two wrong. And at first, I didn't like the NXT invasion part of it. But I'm a fan of whatever works for the business. And if this is what fa- wrestling fans want, then I'm all for it. So overall, you know what? I can see why they did it. And it, it grew on me. And this event was, this Survivor Series event was actually really good. And I think I know why it was done. It was done to put, you know, NXT over. So I'm all for it. I don't know about that. Um, I feel like that could have been a part of it. But I also feel like the fact that they didn't have much of a buzz. They didn't have a lot of time to promote. And the fact that they had so many PR nightmares going on between uh, Jordan Miles and Saudi Arabia oh. that oh. it was the perfect time to just, you know, break, in case of, uh, break glass in case of emergency to incorporate NXT. And now, you know, where before Survivor Series, I was like, I don't want to see this shit. 
all of a sudden I was like interested again. What about you, Teddy? Well, I think of it as this. War, uh, over the years, it's not been the best. SmackDown is normally the better show, but NXT delivers week in and week out. Their takeovers are usually the better pay-per-views out of all three brands. So Triple H is doing something well with these people. He's teaching them how to put on a show. I've never watched, and I'll be honest, I don't watch NXT religiously each week. I'm normally covering my shift at Domino's. But every pay-per-view takeover I've watched has really entertained me. So when you inject, yes, that's what I said, when you inject NXT into it, you can only help the product, and I think it did. Now, I wouldn't (laughs) have let them win every match. I mean, for God's sake, Rhea Ripley, Shayna Baszler, like, oh, for heaven's sake, some of them didn't need to win. But I loved the addition of NXT. I really did. The addition was amazing. I just... I felt like they did it. It it was almost like that card that they, that card they had up their sleeve to 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 uh, pull out. Oh God! Uh, whenever they needed to. No one pulls out. No one. <laughs> I knew you were gonna go there. I pull out. Got to pull. Oh, got it. Yeah. I mean, I pull out in other things, but to add what you guys were saying. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to be that obvious. We knew what you were talking about. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, I do. I do. But but to add what you guys were saying. I understand the whole PR situation with Jordan Miles and, and everything going on in Saudi Arabia, but that wasn't the case. That wasn't the case last year. Last year, you know, I, I don't remember any PR situations going on, and they they went through the same thing. And I remember there were rumors that they were going to take out the Saudi Arabia event right before the Survivor Series going to 2019, but they didn't do that. Now with they the were money that they're doing getting. it to help out Survivor Series, and they did it. Yeah, not with the money that they get in, bro. Last, the last big, major, oh my God, Survivor Series was when Sting came back. I think that was the last time Survivor Series wowed me until this when, year. When who came back? Sting. Didn't Sting come back at Survivor oh, Series five yes, years ago? Yes. yes, yes. But that was that was a moment in, in within the pay-per-view. But when was the last time that... Leading up to Survivor Series, it was a big, you know, oh, a big buzz to it. I, I can't remember. The last buzz I had was the cocaine I did. I can't remember. I don't know. No. <laughs> oh, God. Come on, Fred. you got to be serious, man. But then again, this is you. It's, it's you know, like, like Sonny said, sometimes if they give a great build-up, the card isn't good. And sometimes the build-up is weak, and then the card is amazing. WWE is not consistent. And that's the bad part with them. They yeah, have so much time, and they can't deliver each week. So, especially, especially with like their in-ring, like the in-ring wrestling, and so on and so forth. And I personally think like the last time the there was some type of buzz leading up to Survivor Series, I think it was 2011 when The Rock came back after seven years. The thing with John oh. Cena to face The Miz and uh, R-Truth at Master Square Garden. Shout out to The Rock. I think the last good survivor there they had was the Montreal screw job when everyone went to shit over Brent Hart. My word. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't say that. I think 2015 was actually good. But, I mean, Survivor Series has had a lot of history. It's had a it lot really of history. Has. It really has. But, you know, people don't understand it anymore. I think because there's just so much other stuff to watch. You know, yeah, I mean, we millenn- kids, millennials. Millennials, you know, they they're not into the whole traditional thing, and 
Not only that, like I, I mentioned 2011 when The Rock came back. You had The Rock, you had John Cena, CM Punk was on the roster. That's when he, that was oh. the night that he won the WWE title to have the longest reigning WWE uh, title reign at that time. They had these three guys, specifically The Rock and John Cena, and these guys are the faces of WWE. They're the faces of wrestling, along with a guy like Hulk Hogan, Bruno Sammartino. WWE does not have that right now. No, wrestling doesn't have that right now. And I feel that's missing. I just yeah, do. True. It's definitely a new breed of wrestlers. We don't have that face or that hero. Yeah, yeah exactly. Any we need because John Cena yeah. makes bad movies now, so we don't have that, you know, <laughs> megastar. But you know, it's a new breed. It's really time for them to step up. But you can't step up when your product is lacking. You know? Well, usually the the man or woman that steps up and becomes the face of WWE or wrestling makes everything else better. That's what The Rock did. That's what John Cena did. That's what Hulk Hogan did. That's what Andre the Giant did. But you know, you know what's so not funny? many people that can fill those shoes. You know, you you know, know I'm so, taking it back. You, you know what's so oh, funny yeah. is the fact that even during the Ruthless Aggression era, where you oh. didn't have... I mean, Undertaker was still around. Um... Stone Cold was, you know, a, not an active in-ring competitor. Uh, you had Brock Lesnar, you had Kurt Angle, but there was no one on that level of, I mean, John Cena was still fairly new. So you didn't have anybody yeah. on that that Rock, Austin, later on John Cena level, Undertaker, that would polarize a crowd and, and be that one gravitating, you know, figure. But the funny thing was that you had a bunch of figures that were on the cusp. So the level was much higher than the level of stars that are out now. I mean, there's a lot of stars now, but they're nowhere near to like even right below or on the come up like those people were back then during the Ruthless Aggression period. I totally agree. You know, it's a different time now. It's a much different time. Everything is so micromanaged and policed, and every promo is scripted. And every with the ruthless aggression era, we were just coming off the attitude era, so you had a little bit more flexibility with your character. Now everything is so bloody watered down and policed. It's really hard to sort of, you know, have that breakthrough star that's really not. You know, given given the go ahead by Vince McMahon, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Roman Reigns, but uh, it's not just it. not him. It's not him. No, you know, not. so it's a different time. The Ruthless Aggression era was probably the last era of, you know, your chance to make it yourself without, you know, but it's a much different time. Not to say that the Survivor Series this year was not entertaining because watching <laughs> Dominic get his ass whooped by Brock Lesnar was hysterical. Uh, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. And Rey Mysterio was dressed like Doink the Clown. I love it. It was it was beautiful. Beautiful. You mean you mean you mean you mean Rey Mysterio and Walter? Oh, was that Walter? Yes. Oh goodness. You know what? That was Walter I, in the I, ring. I, I saw Walter. What did you see, Sonny? I thought that was Walter too, man. To be honest with you. Oh, <laughs> and then he did the five frost frog splash. I was like, Oh, Eddie Guerrero's not your father. You're not fooling anyone. Please. Yo, when he did the six one nine, I was like, six one nine nine. Goodness. And Brock Lesnar retained. It was it was amazing. Some of the people did some great, you know, they put on great performances. I think the ladies did a very good job. 
um, yeah, I thought I was very, I was very pleased. Ricochet came out dressed as a superhero. I thought it was a great show, and then it was over by ten thirty. Perfect. Perfect. You know, because everyone knows I like to get in and get out. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. And, and, oh. and speaking, speaking of Walter, I thought he was eliminated too quick at the men's uh, elimination match. They should have had someone like a catches Ono in that spot. Um, you know, Walter is someone who you know there has potential to be something special, and I felt that they did him wrong by getting him eliminated quick. Yeah. I agree with you that he was eliminated too quickly, but I think I know why they did it, because they really want him to be that spectacle you don't see often. So they wanted him out there for the shock value, but they didn't want to keep him out there too long. That's I think true. that's why. Cause, so maybe that's why. But there were a few eliminations that I was like, holy shit, that actually happened. Wow. Okay. Like, um, uh, what's her face? Uh, they're cool. Uh, the blonde ones. Lacey Evans does Eliminated Charlotte Flair. Like, oh, well, I mean, Charlotte, yeah, but that was kind of understandable because of the fact that she got uh, green misted by um, by Oscar. So, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, she got eliminated the way she did, but it was because it was it was because of someone else, and that's kind of excusable. But the one with like with Walter being eliminated so fast, that one is kind of. Not really that great, you know. And, and I agree with Sonny. And also, it's Charlotte Flair. She can you can afford to have her as an early elimination. She doesn't really need that um, that run in a Survivor Series match, elimination match. Kevin Owens was a quick, quick one. Hey, he had his time the night before at War Games, being the uh, surprise entrant. So it's little things like that. I was actually surprised that because, dude, I was I was uh, I forgot what the hell I was doing. I turned and then. I think I went downstairs to the other floor, or and then I came back up, and I was like, "Hey, where's Kevin Owens?" And somebody was like, "Oh, he got eliminated." I'm like, "What the fuck? When did that shit happen?" Nah, I'm not. I'm not surprised by that. I'm yeah, not surprised I was. By that at all. I was surprised that the cage was able to fit Keith Lee and Kevin Owens at the same time. That was what I was surprised. <laughs> I was expecting it to implode. My what? What do they fill this ring with? Titanium? Jesus! <laughs> how, how, how many people were in the room? How many people were in the ring? It was too much people, and that was with Keith Lee by himself in there. There were too many people already. <laughs> and speaking of Keith Lee, I'm surprised he lasted really long in the men's elimination match. The fact that he was in the ring, just him and Roman Reigns, just them two as the last two remaining wrestlers out of 15, that's what I was surprised about. Yeah, I was surprised he lasted. I was surprised he lasted so long with type 2 diabetes. I was very surprised. Oh, that he dude. Sat the views and opinions of Teddy do not represent oh. the views and opinions of, yep, I like wrestling. Teddy, First I take, all, take health serious here. You can't, you can't, you can't disclaim me. I don't work here anymore. And secondly, I didn't make him fat. He showed up fat. I didn't do anything. But I don't like, I don't like giving out the disclaimers. But it's an, it's a health situation, so I have to. Oh, good. yeah, I know. Big of a duplex. And I, if you I, notice, if you notice, Sonny's quiet right about now. So I go afraid. I was gonna let that shit slide. <laughs> he was big. That's to me. He had all the commentary for that. <laughs> that's that's too much, bro. Like, yeah, I was gonna let much. that one slide. Fuck it, that's and I'm not funny. talking about too much sugar. I'm not talking about too much sugar. <laughs> oh, yes, he's too much indeed. Yes, too much. Insulin. I don't know where he gets. I don't know where he gets his spanks from. But they should be in NASA. That's all I'm going to say. I was very surprised there was not a wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> but, uh, and, but nothing beats the graphic of seeing. Thank goodness there wasn't one. 
oh my goodness, I can't believe Adam Cole survived being dropped off the top of the cage through ch- through table. No, yeah. My oh, God. Man. Oh, poor <laughs> Britt Baker. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm shocked. I'm shocked they mentioned her name during the tele- telecast. Oh shit! Yeah. I'm shocked they let her in the building. My goodness! <laughs> I'm, not, no, I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked about that because it, it's been done before. But yeah, I was actually yeah, surprised I mean, that she the was, fact that they announced her name. Yeah, same here, man. But um, I mean, the the weekend was was really cool. Um, again, it just it really feels like Survivor Series is. Is not the same, and you know what's funny is that we had a conversation about uh, Survivor Series, Kevin and I, and uh, another friend of ours, Eric. That was uh, it was kind of dope. And Kevin, why don't you break it down? Because it was your your thought process. Uh, yeah, well, Survivor Series is the weakest link between the four major pay per views in the WWE, and uh, the New York Yankees have something called the Core Four, which is Derek Jeter, Mariano Rivera. Uh, Jorge Posada and Andy Pettit, and they've all won between four to five uh, World Series championships between the years of 2000 and 1996 to 2009. And I told Sonny that Survivor Series is the Jorge Posada of the Yankees' core four. And we agreed that, we not only agreed with that, but well, we also agreed yeah. that Andy Pettit is SummerSlam. And I told Sonny that Derek Jeter, Mariana Rivera are WrestleMania and Royal Rumble, respectively. However you want to put it. I really don't want to argue about it. I'm good with either or. So Sonny claims that Derek Jeter is... Well, let, um, me, let me, let me, allow me to... Go to, ahead. Because, you know, Kervin was non-committal on, on who was what. You know, he was, de- he was definitely trying to make... The other Puerto Rican, the weakest one, which is other Survivor Puerto Series. Rican. He's Panamanian. His name is no, Mariano. No, 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 no. First off, I was hey, talking about Posada. So he made the weakest one, the Survivor Series, which is Jorge Posada. Then he made Andy Pettit, the one that was on Human Go Home Wounds, SummerSlam. You know, hey, whatever. I guess SummerSlam is when everybody does goes all out. Um, <laughs> you know, that's AEW. Yeah, so, yeah. Pay attention. Learn your craft. Right? <laughs> oh, shit. Good point. You this, know is, this is uh, unfamiliar territory with Teddy and baseball. Yeah. Teddy thinks, oh, Teddy no, thinks no, baseball is a sport no, where you... T- t- Teddy's familiar with balls. Anyway. Um, oh, shit, you know, that's right. But I thought you were talking about <laughs> hockey. Thank you. Well, uh, I had no idea. Well, well anyway. Can uh, you tell me my house? Yeah. Why? Oh, why, that's why, fucked Sonny, up, dude. Anyway. The 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 conversation led to uh, our little debate regarding who is WrestleMania and who is Royal Rumble. Um, I say that WrestleMania is Derek Jeter and Royal Rumble is Mariano Rivera. Reason which being, I'm okay with. Yeah, dude, you were you were saying there was either or you didn't, you didn't want to commit. No, there's there's the reasons the reasons well the reasons you have. That Derek Jeter is WrestleMania, I, I agree with. Okay, so and let me explain reasons, my reasons to everybody because they weren't there with us at the table. So, Royal Rumble is a popular event amongst wrestling fans. Your, your general casual wrestling fan is not entirely familiar with Royal Rumble. They may have heard about it, but it's not something that's in their everyday jargon or their everyday or, or reference point. Uh, WrestleMania, on the other hand, is 
You know what else is very common with people who are not wrestling fans or not baseball fans? Derek Jeter. Because Derek Jeter, when he was smashing all these supermodels, people who were not wrestling fans or not baseball fans knew exactly who Derek Jeter was because he was with the hottest chick. So Derek Jeter, like WrestleMania, transcends past the sport that they're tied to. Whereas Royal Rumble is for the rabid, hardcore fan that everybody wants to you know, definitely look out for. Hence the reason why Mariano was unanimous on uh, Hall of Famer, which is the first time ever that it's ever happened. And with Royal Rumble is just as popular as WrestleMania because all the wrestling fans come out to it because it's the first big event of the year. So that's why Mariano is Royal Rumble, Derek Jeter is WrestleMania. And I agree with all of that. Um, I'm okay with everything you just said. It's right. There's nothing, you know, you, you, you said everything correctly, but there are some people who think Marianne Rivera is higher in the pecking order than Derek Jeter because he's the closer. Without uh, him, a lot of people think the Yankees wouldn't have won five World Series. He was a unanimous Hall of Famer. To a lot of people, that's the epitome. That's the top. He's also the best in his position, and he's the closer. And WrestleMania closes out everything. All right. Closes out the storyline. Kervin, Kervin, Gun to your head. Which way are you, you, you voting? Who's, who's Royal Rumble? <laughs> I'm not doing gun, this, gun, gun I'm not head. doing this. Gun to your head. Who's Royal Rumble? Who is the... I'm 50-50 50, I'm 50, 50 on it, right, but I'm whatever. just saying okay. Mariano's case right, for right. it. All right. Never mind. Uh, Teddy. Well, can somebody put a gun to my head? Because I don't like this conversation any longer. I don't know any of these people. I don't All right, know. so Teddy, how about this? Teddy, how about this? How about this? To go a different route, Teddy. Of the top four pay-per-views, which is Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series, which one is Carrie? Which one is Samantha? Which one is... Uh, oh. uh, Miranda, Miranda Harry, and, Samantha, and, and, and Charlotte. And Charlotte. So which out of the Sex and the City girls, oh, who's who? Goodness. First of all, I'm going to ignore the rabbit homophobia that you have to equate this with Sex and the City. But am I'm going I, to jump Okay, right first in. off, first off. Oh, am, this is Sex and the City? Yeah. Okay. Uh, first off, yeah. Teddy, am I wrong to ask you this? No, because finally there's a show that I actually know. Because exactly. I don't know Mariana <laughs> Pasado and Derek... Guadalupe, I don't know what the fuck the other people's name was, but yes. Yeah, I, no was, I was actually, yeah. I was trying to pay attention, but I was masturbating the entire time because I was bored. Okay. So, okay. Oh, so now, we all know WrestleMania is the granddaddy of them all. That's the seven-hour pay-per-view. That's where Vince's, I think half of his yearly budget goes to WrestleMania. I read that somewhere. Okay. Or no, a quarter of his yearly budget goes to WrestleMania. So that's the big one. That's the star. That would obviously be Sarah Jessica Parker right okay. there. like A.K.A. character star. A.K.A. Carrie Bradshaw. Yes. Um, I don't know. I've always felt that Royal Rumble is equally important or unimportant as SummerSlam, depending on the card. You know? Like, there was one year where the Royal Rumble had, what, 40 people in it one year? It was a year that they decided something different, and it sucked. But then there were some SummerSlams where the card was amazing, sometimes better than WrestleMania. So I've always thought that those two were on the same linear path. So those would be Samantha and Charlotte. And unfortunately, there has to be a bottom in every orgy. That would be Survivor Series. So, yeah, that's always the last one that no one really caught. That's the Miranda. So, yeah, I understand the millennials. Like, out of the four, 
There you go. But the problem is there are now 12 other pay-per-views that suck respectively. We've got Extreme Rules and the Elimination Chamber and Kick Your Mother in the Head. I don't know the rest of the pay-per-views, but they all suck. I'm like, oh, jeez. All right. TLC so... and Vengeance and No Mercy and the Grand Concourse, that's the worst pay-per-view. I hate that one. That's the worst one of all of them. <laughs> God, yeah. the Grand Concourse. Imagine if that oh, shit was yeah. an actual pay-per-view. <laughs> Shout out to Dara. Shout out to Dara. <laughs> when, right. when, did, when did Royal Rumble have 14 people? No, 40. Didn't they do that oh, one 40, year? 40, they... 40, 40. Uh, I heard wrong. Yes. Oh, that, know, that, was, that was Blood Money 1. Oh, not money. No, they had they had a regular oh, that's right. Royal yeah, Rumble right, in January right. with forty people. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're they right. did that one. Like, yeah, I can remember. I remember. Commercial. I remember. I remember Diesel being in it. That's right. That's oh, right. Oh, goodness! Shout out to Kevin Nash. He's fifty-two years old, but his knees are sixty. It's so good. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Sixty-five. They're ready for retirement. Oh, he actually he actually tore his quad recently again. <laughs> Just by waking up, that was the bad part. Like so all he did was wake up because it was May. <laughs> oh, if he listens to this podcast, he'll tear a freaking quad. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> oh, shout out to Kevin Nash. He's in Magic Mike. Not a bad film. And he yeah. tore his quad. <laughs> oh God. Tore his quad in Magic Mike. So now, okay, so now that Survivor Series is in the bag, as the children say. Now we are coming up to one TLC. There will probably be a viewing party at Jack Dempsey's, and I do believe it coincides with a certain uh, birthday. Am I right, Sonny? Yeah, it actually does. It actually does. It's uh, My birthday will be coming up around the same time as TLC, oh. and uh, we're going to do a viewing party slash birthday party slash... Live commentary with Teddy and myself. Wow! Yeah. Um, if you've been to some of the past viewing parties where you're sitting close to us and we're doing our live commentary, um, you know that we could kind of get a little extra. So for this one, we're going to actually kind of go all out, pardon the pun, AW, and uh, actually do live commentary at this uh at the TLC viewing party. So it's going to be a fun time. So now we're talking about the big four pay-per-views, but really, do you feel that Survivor Series has been a good lead-in to TLC, which is really the lead-in towards Royal Rumble? Like, do you feel that... Mm, because no. Do you feel that they've been good to lead each other in or no? No, they're, they're, they're like... No. They're, they're like yeah. three... They're like, they're like triplets that were separated at birth. They they're not they they're not related to either, to you know, I mean same family but they never they weren't raised together. Um, oh, shout out to Dominican. Yes, oh, yeah, that's that's the problem. With oh God, <laughs> can't say he was wrong though. <laughs> I I know people personally, but anyway, um, and I can make that joke. I'm a quarter Dominican. My father was uh, my uncle. Yes. You guys do know. You guys do know I'm part of this conversation as well, right? Yeah, so you do sorry. know. You do know I am part. I am Dominican. You're about to say so part. Am I. <laughs> yeah, you're you're quarter Dominican. I'm. You know, I was born here in the United States, Yonkers, New York, specifically. But both my parents are born in Dominican Republic. Allegedly. Oh, <laughs> but no, it's true. The pay per views don't co- coincide. There's no consistency. There's like I'm not really terribly excited for TLC besides the fact that someone's going to fly off a ladder. Shout out to Sankara. So it's like, you know, each pay-per-view should make you want 
to be in the next pay-per-view. Like, that's I mean, the thing. In a perfect world, I'm of not, course. In a perfect world, yes. Me, personally, I'm not expecting TLC to be hardcore neither because they've watered that down as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's why we're going to... And Teddy, I know you like things hardcore, so I'm sorry. You won't be expecting that for TLC. Shout out to Braun Strowman. Yes. I think... What (laughs) what was it? Extreme Rules had one extreme match? Like, what the hell? You might as well just call the (laughs) team rules. Yeah, you're right. And I think it was Natalia versus someone... Crazy. You know, one time I did a flyer with regular rules on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, I understand. TLC is not what it used to be, but we shall see. Hey, that rhymed. Yeah. I'm rhyming. I'm Jesse Jackson. Check it out. Wow. Okay. Keep hope alive. You should, you should become a rapper then, Teddy. Oh, what would my rap name be? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could do it, man. I think I think if I was to come up with a name, it would be the way I, I'm gonna have to disclaim myself. But um, <laughs> <laughs> we should do that. We should come up with a name for Teddy to become a rapper. <laughs> DJ disclaimer, which is actually not bad. Actually, not <laughs> <laughs> MC disclaimer. Oh, <laughs> well, this is something for us to think about for our next conversation. Unfortunately, I have to get back to my shift at Burger King. So you're probably, probably fired by now. You took like an hour, dude. I'm the only one here. They can't fire me. Please. Well, I mean, they can. The drive. The drive-through is probably freaking as long as as freaking like at least five cars deep, right? Yeah, now. I'm glad you corrected oh. that because he was about to say, "Yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad you used a different <laughs> word because you were about to step yourself into it." Because you, you, you know, you know what he was about to say, no, right, I'm, Teddy? I'm, I'm, I know, I'm prepared. You know, I know what not to say for Teddy. <laughs> you know me too well. Yeah, I, uh, it took it took it took, it took a hundred and something episodes, but yes, I got you now. <laughs> so real quick, but before I go, uh-huh. what's that? So, um, and since we were talking about, you know, which of the core four from either Sex and the City or from the Yankees yeah. would go with each. Um, pay-per-view of the top four but you know what um hey Kervin, what do you think would be your number five yankee player to go with a number five pay-per-view um since we were talking about the core four there's always been talk about bernie williams because he kind of started with the core four okay and a lot of people consider that as like a core five unofficially all right Money in the Bank has always been like the fifth pay-per-view unofficially. They had their NXT one weekend. They were trying to make that into a big five, you know, the, the oh, fifth one right. of the big five pay-per-views. That's right. But, you know, uh, Money in the Bank came out in 2009 or 10, if I'm right. But also Elimination Chamber, Hell in the Cell, and TLC came out in 2009, 2010. The actual pay per view. No, no, I, I, no, I got you. But so if you had to put Bernie, so like, who's your. So, that, Ber, so Bernie Williams goes with Money in the Bank. I want to say Money in the Bank because they try to make it into a fifth pay per view. Mm-hmm. But Elimination Chamber is leading up to WrestleMania. Okay. And Bernie Williams was the first one up. Bro, out of the just, five just players, pick, just pick one, bro. <laughs> I, it's tough, man. I want to pick. I, I, I want to pick Money in the Bank, but I also want to pick Elimination Chamber. It's really tough for me. All right. I, I'm deadlocked in both of them. All right, so Money in the Chamber is is your pick with Bernie Williams. Got you. <laughs> right. Money in the Chamber. All right, <laughs> All go right. with that then. Uh, Teddy, 
<laughs> yeah, that does sound like a porn name, right? Money in the Chamber. <laughs> starring, the game, huh? starring. Funny how Teddy spoke when he when he when he heard the word money. He can relate to that. I think it was more it. for him. It was more about in the chamber. Uh, Teddy, oh, wow, yeah, <laughs> Teddy, you got that one. Teddy, uh, three minutes. How about this? Uh, throw the question to you. Instead, pick a pay per view that goes with a character. It doesn't matter who. Those we drag Sex of the City into this. I, will, I guess I will use that. I will say that besides the four ladies in Sex in the City, the fifth character of that show was New York City. Okay, that was the biggest character aside from the ladies. That's and I'm true. going to say Helen the Cell because just like New York City, everything can be great or it can go to hell. And Helen the Cell, it can be really good. All really bad, i.e. The Undertaker versus Mick Foley. That's probably one of the most famous non-four pay-per-views, you know, that happened. So that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say Hell in a Cell will probably be my fifth, fifth favorite pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, Well, yeah, I I don't watch Sex in the City, but I think that was a great, great explanation from Teddy. He explained that very well and very relatable. All right, thank you, Bronos. Um, if I had to pick a, a, a Yankee uh, comparison, I would actually pick the current manager of the Yankees, Aaron Boone, to um, believe it or not. It's gonna be good. Believe it or not, great balls of fire. Because oh, shout out to great you- balls of fire. <laughs> because Aaron Boone. You're going to let me finish? Aaron Boone wasn't expected to be make that big of a contribution. He was on a one-year contract, and he hit a home run to set, to basically pro- propel the Yankees to go into the next round against the Boston mm-hmm. Red Sox. And I think we won yep, the championship that. That, that year. I think that was when we went against uh, the Mets and won it all. And um, we actually, you know, because of him, made it to the World Series. I- Against the Red Sox. Yeah, no, 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 we we didn't, we didn't. Uh, that was in that was in uh, 2013. We didn't win the World Series that year. That was 2013. Um, we, yeah, that was that was 2013. We didn't we, we didn't win it all. No, um, you're right, you're right. It was actually the year. It was it was the year before the Red Sox actually won it all. That's right. Um, yeah, exactly. But yes, it was and, a big home run. It wasn't expected to do. And yes, he did sign a one year deal. Yeah. It wasn't expected much, and then he was replaced by A Rod. So whatever pay per view replaced Great Balls of Fire is A Rod. Yeah, and way. that was two thousand. That was that was two thousand four, oh, not two thousand fourteen. But uh, oh yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I am so sorry. Yeah. Yep, yep. No, no, no. It was two thousand and three. It happened in yeah. two thousand and three. Yeah, it happened in two thousand and three. I I mixed up two thousand thirteen and two thousand and three. But anyway, it was October. If I'm right, it was dude, October sixteenth, two thousand and three. I get it. Right down to the <laughs> and, what, and what was the time that it happened? <laughs> but anyway, no, no, no. Just joking. Just joking. I don't want you to actually look it up. In front, Brett, and, Brett and Boone was in his brother. Brett Boone was in the. Um, he was commentating that that game as well. Okay, I remember that. So um, sorry, guys. There's too much baseball on the wrestling podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, so like Aaron Boone doing what he did. Uh, Great Balls of Fire did the same thing because it was a one-time pay-per-view that actually exceeded expectations and was actually a pretty cool one, man. And they were, and, and it was both in recent memory. That's a great analogy, man. I really like that one. Thank you. 
I just love it because of the name. Great balls of fire. Yeah, and I thought I didn't appreciate it. Or you could just say sex with a girl from Crown Heights because pretty much it's the same thing. Great balls of fire. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I wish you you said East New York. I really do. (laughs) Shout out to East New York. Shout out to Grudges. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. So, um, so yeah, okay, cool. So, you know, that was fun. I, I kind of like when we uh, bring a little bit of uh, outside of wrestling into inside of wrestling to just uh, yeah, I, I love I love these type of analogies. Yeah, and uh, comparisons. They, they, it's it's fun. But um, you know, the funny the funny part of this whole thing is Teddy can't say take us home, Sonny, because we're all already home. <laughs> Actually, oh, that's, well, yeah, what Teddy, what Teddy, you know, what Teddy can say. I gotta go flip What's some that? more burgers. <laughs> oh, we're all out. We we we've run out of we've run out of burgers. I, I we can't tell that anymore. Oh, Sorry. What are you selling now? Sorry. Too bad you're not in White Castle because usually White Castle is packed on Chris on on Thanksgiving Eve. Is it? Oh, fucking racist ass White Castle. Oh, my God. Why? I'm being serious, man. White Castle does well on holidays. Valentine's Day, Christmas. You know what? You know, I'm going to tell you right Eve. now. White Castle in the Bronx ain't white. It's, it's, more, it's more like beige. Oh, shout out to beige. <laughs> well, gentlemen, I am going to go and poke my eyes out after listening to those baseball analogies. But before I go, Devin, Sonny... Happy Thanksgiving, gentlemen. Same to you, man. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Teddy. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Kervin. And most importantly, and happy Thanksgiving to you, the listener. Thank you so much for listening to this, following us, supporting us, and either coming to a viewing party, sharing our flyers, and everything else. We are thankful for most of all you for being there for us. So, Yep. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Exactly. So uh, on behalf of this episode, my name is Sonny Sofrito, and today I was joined by... Irvin, a.k.a. Katie Swagger, the co-founder of Yep, I Like Wrestling. And I was also joined today by, via his side job... (laughs) The former greatest general manager in Yep, I Like Wrestling history. Thanks. And the current burger flipper... (laughs) Burger King. <laughs> I'd make the best whoppers. Now go get the mop. Yo, peace out, oh. everybody. Have a great weekend and have enjoy your holiday. Bye. Suck on that, Suck on that turkey. <laughs>